Good morning. My one and only trip in an ambulance took place in February of 1983, immediately following a high school wrestling match in the 167-pound weight class. I had wrestled aggressively and successfully that night and had a 7-1 to one lead at the end of the second period, but the third period changed the match and, quite frankly, the trajectory of my life. Let me give you the bullet points. A sudden twist of bodies, an unforeseen vulnerability in my own skeletal structure, the full weight of my opponent bearing down on my awkwardly positioned body, two stress fractures in my lower spine that would end my season, compromise whatever athletic future I might have had, and essentially haunt me for the rest of my life. My wrestling coach came to see me in the hospital the next day and offered really good words of wisdom. Give yourself time, I remember him saying. Plenty of time. Don't rush the healing process because this is a big deal physically and emotionally. Give yourself time. And keep in mind, he said, this puts you in some pretty good company. And with that, he proceeded to show me his three permanently misshapen fingers, all the result of his wrestling career. You know, he said that's the thing about wrestling. It's a great sport, but if you wrestle really hard and for a long period of time, chances are you'll leave the sport with at least a couple of scars and maybe a limp. If you wrestle really hard and for a long period of time, chances are you'll leave the sport with at least a couple of scars and maybe a limp. This, this morning's Old Testament scripture from Genesis tells us that a man of faith by the name of Jacob wrestles really hard in the wilderness with a mysterious stranger who turns out to be the very person of God or at the very least a messenger of God. And scripture tells us that Jacob walks away from this wrestling match limping, changed. Perhaps it should come as no great surprise to us that we find this character wrestling in the wilderness, Jacob, because really we have found Jacob wrestling in a variety of ways over the last several worship services. If you were here a few weeks back or experienced worship a few weeks back, you were with me when we found this Jacob, this very same Jacob wrestling with his twin brother in his mother's womb grabbing at his brother's foot on the way out, wrestling from the very beginning. A few weeks back, we found Jacob wrestling with his moral sensibilities, wrestling metaphorically as he manipulated that same twin brother out of his sacred birthright. And then, yes, we saw this Jacob wrestling cognitively, wrestling to comprehend this mysterious and life-altering vision about a mystical ladder connecting his portion of the wilderness with the very chambers of heaven. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. 
In this morning's scripture from Genesis, we find Jacob wrestling once again. I will not let go of you. An exhausted and desperate Jacob cries out in his grappling with this mysterious figure who seems to have divine connections. I will not let go of you. And isn't it an interesting detail in the story? We're told that this stranger cannot prevail over Jacob, which is strange, right? God can't gain the upper hand in a wrestling match? What is that about? I don't know. But I wonder if perhaps it is the beginning revelation of the character of a God who willingly allows the divine self to be defeated or even stalemated when there is some portion of redemption at stake. And doesn't that call to mind another significant wrestling match that would take place down the road of history a ways? A wrestling match when the creator of heaven and earth willingly allowed the divine self to be crucified on a cross, defeated, if you will, stalemated by a fallen humankind. I will not let you go, a desperate and exhausted Jacob cries out in this wrestling match. I will not let you go until you bless me. I will acknowledge to you, confess perhaps, that in my own thinking, I've often conceptualized or most often conceptualized blessings as something passively and calmly received, you know, like food that somebody else prepares, or a kind gesture that I neither requested nor expected, or the breath of life that I take into my lungs every morning without ever thinking too much about it. In this peculiar moment of scripture, however, as we find Jacob wrestling with this anthropomorphized God, I'm at once reminded that maybe, maybe there are some blessings that cannot be received passively and calmly. Maybe there are some blessings that have to be wrestled for, struggled after, headlocked, taken down, cradled, pinned. Jacob seemed to understand that. And my sense is that there are people who throughout history have understood that and helped us to understand that. I'm thinking, for example, about the late congressman, John Lewis. What was it that John Lewis said? This struggle for justice in our world is not the struggle of a day. It's not the struggle of a week or a month or a year. It is the struggle of a lifetime. And so, he said, never be afraid to make some noise and get in good trouble, necessary trouble, which is to say, if I'm understanding the congressman's point rightly, never be afraid to wrestle for the actualization of those important blessings that maybe many people will be fighting against. Never be afraid to wrestle like that. Perhaps in our time, wrestling with God sounds something like this. I'm weary, God. I am weary, but I will not let go of you in my struggle of addiction unless you bless me with a deliverance into a a one-day-at-a-time journey of recovery that I know you want me to experience. Or what about this? I'm heartbroken, God, absolutely heartbroken, but I will not let go of you in this season of grief and suffering 
unless you bless me with the strength and the hope that will make it possible for me to believe once again that your grace is greater than my pain. Or what about this? God, my faith in you is worn out. But I will not let go of you in this season of doubting. I will not let go of you in this season of doubting unless you bless me with the renewed assurance that you are indeed still there and that your heart toward me and toward this world is good. I've come to believe over the years, by the way, that authentic doubt, authentic doubt is one of the most important, noblest, and most grueling of all the wrestling matches that a person of faith can experience. Or what about this? God, I am anguished by the continued experience of discrimination and inequity and poverty and hunger. But I will not let go of you. I will not let go of you in this season of struggle for justice unless you bless me with a grander vision for the world that you are calling us to be. Please hear this. I stand before you as one who is absolutely convinced that God already desperately longs to provide for us all of these blessings and many others for which we are wrestling. Which is to say, this is not a wrestling for the purpose of changing God's heart toward us, which I believe is already unfathomably good. It's not a wrestling to coerce God into doing something that God doesn't already want to do. It's not wrestling with an enemy. But friends, in this human condition of ours in which priorities are often so mind-bogglingly disordered, it may be the case that some of God's blessings require nothing less than grappling, struggle, vulnerability before they can be fully discerned and realized. It may be, in other words, that God wrestles with us not because God is our enemy, but because God understands that in some circumstances, perhaps many circumstances, wrestling is the only means by which we will be able to receive the blessings that this God wants to bring about, wants us to have. But be warned, because wrestling with this God can leave you with a limp, no doubt. Just ask anybody who has wrestled for the blessing of justice among people who weren't inclined to grant it. Just ask anybody who have wrestled for the blessing of the liberation of the marginalized among people who benefit from that marginalization. Just ask anybody who has wrestled for the blessing of healing in the face of cancer or grief or depression or addiction. Just ask Jesus, who wrestled for the blessing of the inauguration of God's kingdom and found himself nailed to a tree. You see, wrestling with, the bless, with God for the blessings that God already wants to give to us can sometimes leave us with a limp. It may be, however, that the awkwardness of the limp 
pales by comparison to the magnificence of the blessing. Blessed, yet limping. Blessed, yet limping. Yeah. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Amen.